Hello, and welcome to the Art of Management podcast, where we will help you, the practice owner, reach the full potential of your practice. I'm Janice Wheeler, the president of AMI. Thank you so much for checking our podcast, and I hope you find this episode super useful. Hi there. Today we're going to talk about staff pay issues, and this is part two of two. So the question is, who is responsible for how much you get paid? This is an answer for the staff and for the owner of the practice. The answer is that every single member of the practice helps to generate their own pay and bonuses in a practice. To have a successful practice, there must be a strong and effective leader, practice owner, and a super team of caring, efficient, and dynamic staff. Everyone pouring their heart and soul into delivering ideal care to every patient or client who comes into the practice from day to day will result in a highly productive practice. One of the keys to this is having all members of the team understanding that the practice's production levels and success or failure are caused internally, not externally. Sometimes practice owners and the team start to feel that the practice is being tossed to and fro by external causes such as a sagging economy, more practices opening around them, COVID lockdowns, which is totally valid if you were seriously actually shut out of your practice and didn't practice, and so on. However, in our experience, with more than 1,800 practices over the last 32 years, well-run and efficient practices continue their growth despite all external causes, except if they are locked down. But once they were out of lockdown last year, since then, most of our clients are doing awesome and are back to above COVID, pre-COVID numbers. So, but if you are shut down, well, obviously, <laughs> not a lot you can do about that, right? So, but at all other times, in other words, do not buy into external reasons for the practice being down. Team members starting to think or say, well, the reason that our stats are going down is because dot, dot, dot is a very dangerous, slippery slope that you do not want to accept because it starts to justify all the reasons internally why things are not going the way they should be. It's not just a job where you show up every day and do the routine and if if it isn't going too well, then too bad and quote, it's not my fault, end of quote. How often have you heard that? So a job is a trust and a responsibility. Shining stars are often well remunerated for the amount of responsibility they take for the overall success of the practice. Letting things slide and developing an I don't care attitude may result in the practice not being able to keep the doors open anymore and therefore no job. Practice owners are often very open to bonus systems if they see that a highly responsible team are helping to grow his or her practice. Here's another issue, vacation time. We've seen this come up a lot in practices. And vacation times can be incredibly disruptive to a practice and very stressful to those left holding the fort while others are off if it is not correctly and strategically (laughs) planned out. In a smaller practice, shutting it down for two weeks is an option that many owners have chosen. That means everyone is required to take those two weeks as their holiday time. I know this can sometimes result in some squabbles and unhappiness because my husband takes his 
vacation at this time because the plant is shutting down. So that's a little difficult, but honestly, you have to look and see how it can be made to work. And if not, if you're shutting down the whole practice yourself, then that's when you're shut down. So it's just life and having a job and being responsible, I really think. However, should the practice owner want to take another two weeks during the same year and does not choose to have a locum fill in and have no associates working for them at all, the staff are, who are not entitled to more vacation time can actually do housekeeping duties while the owner is away, such as you know preparing future email newsletters or going through past charts and finding people who haven't been into the practice for a while and either calling or writing to them. There's no shortage of things marketing-wise to do, ever, ever, ever. They can learn how to use Facebook ads. They could learn how to do live Facebooks. They could learn how to do effective videos and how to splice them and make them beautiful to put up on the website. There's just not a shortage. Or they might opt to take the two weeks off but unpaid as extra vacation time for themselves given that they aren't entitled to more than two weeks a year and you've already used the two when you were shut down before. In a larger practice, very strategic and careful planning needs to be done in order to prevent disruption of the whole practice. This is where having cross-trained, quote, spare parts, end of quote, like floaters, comes in handy as they can fill in on the temporarily vacated positions. However, this is not always possible. A staff cannot expect to just take a vacation whenever it suits them personally to the detriment of the patients or clients of the practice who are paying for perfect ideal care. Next issue to discuss is overtime issues. There are legal requirements by each province if you work over a certain number of hours per week and sometimes even how many hours in a day you can work. You can look those up for yourself. But going past that issue, some practitioners pay the little bits of overtime for end-of-day wrap-ups, and some don't. If there is a good bonus system, staff are not going to nickel and dime the owner for an extra half hour or hour to give a patient the full care they are paying for. A happy, productive team is doing what is needed in order to give ideal care to the patients. And if it means staying late a bit, once in a while to really accomplish that level of service, the bonus system will be their compensation for the extra special commitment shown to the practice. Here's another one. How much is fair pay? Not fair play, fair pay. An easy answer to this question is to consult a wage surveys page, which is done for the various professions. Some of it is in your own professional um, association or college's websites. There's Glassdoor, which you can always go to to see what the average pay for your area is on certain positions. So if these are available to you, a practice owner can use them to determine if his or her staff are being fairly compensated. So in summary, most bosses have it as one of their goals to pay their staff well. I've found that over all the years. And when they see the appropriate production levels, they're often willing to do so. Just keep in mind that you are all on the same team and are working in the practice for the purpose of giving the patients or clients the ideal care they are paying for and deserve. 
If you have any questions or want any more specifics on any of these issues, please communicate them to me by email or calling me, and I'll do our best to handle those. Well, we hope you enjoyed that episode. If you feel your practice should be doing better, please reach out to us for our free practice analysis by going to our website at amican.com. That's A-M-I-C-A-N.com or call us at 416-466-6217. We have worked with more than 1,800 clients over the last 31 years and helped them take full control of their practices without sacrificing their precious family time. Also on our website, you can subscribe to our newsletter for helpful tips on how to manage your practice.